The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. With me now, though, is Brianna Parkins from the Irish Times, and a lot of people would have read Brianna's piece this week, which is about Brianna. How would I describe it? The unhelpful processes some of us engage with this time of year, unhelpful to the neurodiverse. Is that fair? Yeah, neurotypical people are weird. Is the subheading of that article? <laughs> uh, well-meaning, like you know, I see you out there with your little running bib on, doing marathons. I would call that self-harm, but you call that exercise, and you enjoy that. So yeah, I well, I I work very hard. <laughs> Brianna, to convince myself that I enjoy that. And that's that's where the real work of running, I think, happens psychologically behind the scenes uh, before you put your little bib on. Um, so this is uh, th- this is all to do when you say neurodiverse. So you have ADHD. Um, you might actually explain that to people, because I think for a lot of people in their head, they just think hyper kids or something yeah, like that when they think so of ADHD. There's, there's ADHD and there's ADD is another term. Neurodiverse is not a medically recognised term, uh, but it kind of encompasses people with, um, with autism, people on the spectrum, people with dyscalculia, sorry, dyspraxia, dyscalculate. I can never say that right, but you get the idea. Yes. ADHD and that kind of broad uh, family of, it's a neurodevelopmental um, disorder, problems basically with your brain forming and the way that dopamine is transmitted in your brain. Um, so I have what's called the inattentive type. So you can have the the hyperactive type, which is problems with impulse control, problems with sitting still, but also you can have inattentive, which means that your brain, uh, the way I describe it, has about 100 Google browser tabs open and it's going 100 miles an hour, but it's hard to get it to do one thing. People think that it's a problem that you can't pay attention. It's actually a problem with attention regulation. You can pay attention to one thing for six hours, but that might not be the important thing that you needed to know for school or work. Okay, so then to bring it back to the processes that we engage in at this time of year, as I described it, that uh, what I mean there is New Year's resolutions to a degree and goal setting and manifesting and improving ourselves and checklists, things like this. Yeah, not for me. So people always have the really helpful um, tip of like, why don't you just make a to-do list? And I was like, you're, you're, you're saying to me as a problem who has person with the problem of getting tasks done to give me the additional tasks of making you know a huge <laughs> list of things I have to do. I get very overwhelmed when I have to do a lot of things at once and it mm. causes me to basically shut down in like this freeze mode. So if you're going to make me put all the outstanding tasks on the list, it's just going to freak me out. I'm going to have a bad time. So I've got to break things into small little chunks. Okay, because that's because, yeah, again, for someone like me, it would be neurotypical. I, I find it then... So far. So far. I mean, it, it by compiling that list, uh, I can suddenly kind of compartmentalise everything. I go, right, I can now ignore 2 to 99 on that list and I'll just tick off number one. And then when that's done, I can focus on number two and ignore three to 99. Your problem is what once once one to 99 is on the list, suddenly all 99 things are knocking around in my head. And they're equally important. So I often distinguish between an important task and a not important task. And my brain does this bizarre thing. So say you're like, all right, I've got to get up and brush my teeth. In my head, I'm like, right, you've got to have breakfast before you brush your teeth. But we don't have bread. I'm going to go and buy some bread from the shop. And basically, what should be a two-step get up and brush my teeth has now become a 10-step to-do list instead because my brain has inserted tasks in there. Okay, so if uh, kind of the traditional goal setting, as we'll call it, and making lists uh, of things to do, not necessarily things to do today and brush your teeth and 
get out of bed. Uh, but the, the the big annual goals that some of us set at this time of year. What are the helpful things then for neurodivergent? What's what's the what is the healthier way to approach? Yeah, I mean self improvement. There's the thought that people with ADHD can't achieve the same things that people without ADHD can, and you can, but you can't do it in the way that regular. I hate that term regular because really we're seeing more and more people get diagnosed. It's going to come, I think, probably about half and half the population eventually. Um, is that you just have to do it in a different way. So for me, the best tip I ever heard was like, forget the planner. If you have important stuff that you need to remember in the morning, put it next to your bed so that you have to step on it to get out of your bed, which sounds so extreme. Sounds so extreme. But if I need to do drop something off at the post office or any kind of those like fiddly little annoying tasks that are really important, but I will forget to do them, they go next to my bed where my feet go out. So if it's something to post, you'll put the thing there. Yeah. If it's something to do, what you write a post-it? post it on my phone. So I have I have multiple planners. Some of them get filled in, some of them don't. But mm. I write down my schedule, stick it onto my phone to make myself look at it before I open Twitter for the day. Guilt and shame are a very, very important part of New Year's resolutions. Yes. Um, so, I mean, to what extent do, then, do they negatively impact someone who's neurodiverse if it is difficult to follow the traditional New Year's resolution map. I think we all live with guilt and shame because our brains don't function the way everybody else's brains function. And we're like, why couldn't I remember that birthday or that deadline? And why have I got 50 bank cards that I've had to replace in the last year? You're constantly living with guilt and shame. That takes up a huge amount of space in your brain. And once you let that go and you come to a position of this is who I am, I'm going to have to do things a little bit differently. It frees up so much more time and brain space and you can actually start to do the things you need to do. So you need to let that go straight away. So like, is, or is that kind of a long-winded version saying of love yourself or accept yourself? Uh, I wouldn't be that gross. But along that line, of like, I, for, for me, I'm like, I am the tip right that I am and I'm not going to tidy my house unless people come over. So I'm going to invite people over to my house every week and that's the way it's going to get spick and span. Oh, so, so yeah, again, because <laughs> to, to get back to the point, like, because there's nothing wrong necessarily there's such a pushback against New Year's resolutions that sometimes I think we kind of attach negativity to the idea of any self-improvement at this time of year um, and I don't want to do that and I don't think you want to do that either so it's a way of 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 achieving things but just in a non-traditional manner I think but again it's still accepting like this is where I'm at like I'm not going to become uh, an organised you know Pilates girly by in 24 hours time I'm going to accept myself for like the, the goblin that I am under the blanket but I'm going to do things that are going to make tomorrow better for me I'm going to do things to slightly just make life a little bit easy for me and I know I mentioned the piece that you wrote in the Irish Times that people would have read and you have this list of five things but it's, it strikes me one of them was interesting number five in the list because it is actually it, it's the one that overlaps more with the traditional route, which was move your body and exercise. Yeah, it's actually disgusting uh, how much exercise works and helps with people with ADHD. Um, I was horrified to find out because I'm like, oh, this is a cop out. Surely like, this is what they tell everyone, you know, instead of just being medicated. No, unfortunately, 20 to, to 45 minutes is my sweet spot per day. If I don't do that, then I find myself kind of getting more anxious, not being able to sleep well. I have to exercise, but it doesn't mean that I have to join a gym. I trick myself by playing sport. Oh, in what way is that tricking yourself? Because if I say to myself, I'm going to go for a run for half an hour, it won't get done because I don't particularly like running. I don't like exercising for exercise sake. What I do like doing is getting better at netball. I like beating the other team. I like playing the sport, which just happens to involve running around and getting fit by accident, basically. Mm. So if I can trick myself by doing another activity, 
I can exercise. There's an accountability as well, though, that comes with the team. Accountability is key. And I think this is for anyone with executive dysfunctioning. Um, dysfu- dysfunction. What is accountability other than just the fear of shame or guilt? <laughs> Um, I think because you live with fear, shame and guilt with this all the time. So it doesn't really motivate you. Um, But having someone there. So for me, it's showing up for my team. So they're not a a player shot. The receptionist at the gym doesn't care if I'm using my membership, but that my team will care. So if you pick like a buddy to go to the gym with or a buddy to do something with, you have to go. Otherwise, they'll be stuck on their own in a yoga class by themselves. Well, listen, as you said, I suspect that some of the issues that you would have as someone who is, quote unquote, neurodiverse with those processes those new year processes I think they will resonate with an awful lot of people more maybe than we realise who are listening Uh, so people can find Brianna's piece uh, it was in the paper uh, and uh, it's on the Irish Times website Brianna Parkins an absolute pleasure Brianna thanks so many for coming in nice to be here The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from 4 on News Talk.